Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. That's right, we are back with another episode of The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy. And it has been, as per usual, L'Oreal, a very, very eventful week. So our boy Dave Chappelle is in the news. He has been receiving backlash yet again for his transphobic comments on his newest comedy special. We definitely have to talk about that, tap into that. And um, everybody's always forever it girl, Miss Oprah Winfrey. She Mm. reveals that uh, even though we are all her friends, she only has Three friends. Who said we have friends? I mean, like, she's like Wendy Williams. She's our friend in our head, right? Oh. So my state of California, that's right, passes a new bill that prohibits stealthing. We're going to get into what stealthing exactly is in just a second. But what else is going on, Luria? Well, it seems as though influencer and comedian B. Simone is starting to charge fans to join her Instagram. And the close friends, of course. But since we talking about Instagram, you know we're going to have to touch down on these DMs. It's been a while. So I have a lot there piled up and we're going to let you hear some of yeah, them. Yeah, my favorite yeah. part. And for our final question to undress, this happened. But six months could be enough time if the person is not fake as hell like my ex-boyfriend pretending to be someone he's not. Like well, Then there's that. Yeah, but that's the thing. Some people will never be genuine. You could know and meet them and know them for 25,000 years. It doesn't matter. What? Yeah, it's going down. Ooh. Make sure you listen to hear how we undress this mess on the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by Macy's. Now make sure you check out our personal Macy's picks by heading to Macy's.com slash the Undressing Room. Uh, speaking of Macy's, I would like to highlight the fact that I have on one of my personal Macy's picks. I have slid into fall with my new fall fashions. I picked some of these up on the one day sale uh, about a month ago. Shout it's out to so Macy's. Nice. The all the time sales. Now, can you guess what designer I'm wearing today? Uh, let me think. Free people. Yes, and How the did double, I know? It's a sweater dress situation. It's like a Ooh, sweater dress. Cute. So you it's can really do it cute. with like sneakers if you're going to be walking around and doing a lot of uh, foot traffic. But yes. you can spruce it up with some boots, some heels, mm-hmm. throw a blazer on with it. Very, very versatile. And speaking of versatility, right now at Macy's, we are talking about the ten days of glam. You see, I put some lashes on today. That's for hey, you, I got a little, little bit of glam. <laughs> yes. So from Friday, October the 15th, all the way through Sunday the 24th, you can get your beauty fix with Get Into It, Catch the Number, 50% off daily beauty offers at Macy's. Uh-oh. 10 days of glam event. So go ahead and make sure you check back every single day to score something new, some incredible deals on makeup, on skincare. You know, we got to keep the skin together. You got to smell good. You need your fragrances. You cannot live without your nope. Urban Decay, your Martin mm-hmm. Badusco, your right. Shado, your mm-hmm. Lancome, so many more. I mean, we don't have that much time, so I can't name them all, Laura. <laughs> slide over to Macy's. Catch it out. Do you know about Macy's live shopping experience, though? What is that? 
Okay, so it's going down every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. for Macy's Live, hosted by top fashion and beauty experts and influencers covering everything you need to express your personal style. Now, tune into Live Style for inspiration and insight on how to make the latest trends work for you and find new twists on your go-to faves. Like, uh, you know, this shirt that me and you both own. Why do we own the same shirt? I mean, I know we both shopping. Macy's, but I'm just saying. You got good taste, sis. You got good taste. I'm, and so, as do you, okay? Now, all you got to do is check out Live Beauty for insider tips on beauty releases, how-tos, must-have products, and your routines that you need to know. And you always know DoorDash will come through and deliver it, that thing for you, you on time. Know. So, now, this is a very special month for me, because this is my birthday month, L'Oreal. Oh, what are we so- doing for the birthday now? So well, my birthday is literally two days before Halloween. And um, not only is it my birthday, but it's time for everyone to celebrate Halloween. So get mm-hmm. in the Halloween spirit with amazing home decor from Macy's. They're very affordable. They're super chic, whether you're thinking of a full-on costume party or you just want to add some little accents to your apartment or to spruce it up for the kids to get them festive and into the mood. They have the cutest little candy bowl, dining sets, garlands, pillows, throws so much more. This is the fun pumpkin themed inspo for your space that you need right now. And it slides right into Thanksgiving. So it's yes. not a, you know, it's not a one season situation. You can, you know, get a twofer. Mm-hmm. And make sure y'all keep it tight because you want to be able to fit into your clothes that you able to purchase from Macy's because, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up, like you said. Yes. So, uh, I know. But your favorite DoorDash, if you can't fit into your favorite pants, and that top button doesn't seem to fit by choice, not option, then go ahead and just get you another size up. Holler at DoorDash and get you a pair of pants. So you don't need like the the hair tie that you just extend it like when women are pregnant. the hacks, girl. (laughs) I used to do when I was pregnant. I had about three scrunchies on at one time. (laughs) We was getting it together. Speaking of getting it together, Lord have mercy, social Mm -hmm. media and trying to get my boy Dave Chappelle together. Now, this is one of those situations where you know me, I don't like to necessarily take sides unless I'm talking to you because I just like to say the opposite. (laughs) Not agree. But with the Dave Chappelle situation sis I'm with Dave Chappelle so last week Dave Chappelle's new comedy on Netflix it's called The Closer yeah so it debuted and he spoke about every single thing that's been going on you know for the last year and a half life has been crazy so everything from the coronavirus to the Me Too movement from the baby's AIDS remarks everything now Dave Chappelle doesn't hold back when it comes to to his jokes. You already know that. And he's not holding back about some of the comments he made about the trans community that he felt, or that others rather, felt were pretty offensive. He -hmm. also declared himself a team turf, which means trans inclusionary radical feminist. Okay, Dave, I'll take it. <laughs> now, this isn't the first time that he has made comments that have seemed to be transphobic. Many people from the LGBTQ plus community want him canceled. Now, GLAD specifically, you're familiar with GLAD, right? G-L-A-A-D. Well, they asked Netflix specifically to pull the comedy special. Netflix says, uh, no, we will not be pulling it down. And uh, Dear White People's showrunner, are you familiar with that show, Dear White People? Yeah, I love that show. 
a trans woman, Miss Jacqueline Moore, is now boycotting Netflix after their support of him and releasing the new special. So Netflix's CEO said we will not allow titles on Netflix that are designed to incite hate or violence. And we do not believe that closer crosses that line. It so did you uh, did you see it? I saw it. Okay, so I will say this, like midway through, I was like, come on, Dave, with the gay stuff. Like, come on, leave the LGBTQ people alone. I he did, did he like does that it after. every show, though. He does it. At, remember the last one in the car? He had the car joke about the backseat and the back backseat and trying right. to stink. And I do like, and at first I was like, all right, come on, wrap it up with, with this part. But when you listen and you listen to the whole entire thing, you see what he's getting at. And he always brings things back to a head at the end of his specials no matter what he leads off with the story and he will wrap it up at the end and i think if people was to really pay attention and it just stopped watching in the middle of it when they felt offended then they would see what he was trying to express that you know as black people we are constantly feeling offended we're constantly being offended and it gets swept under the rug. But when it comes to other communities, such as LGBTQ, it's like everyone is canceled. Everything must stop. The world must end. And I hate that it does seem like we're being pinned against each other because we know who the real enemy is here. And it's neither side. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like we're always being pinned against each other. Absolutely. And it's so divisive, you know, because to your exact point, we know who the enemy is. And it's very difficult for us to have a common front and to tackle the enemy when we're fighting each other on all sides. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's, it's very frustrating because... Dave Chappelle married to an Asian woman who is a black man, who is a comedian, who has been through it all, who has made jokes. No one had a problem with him saying anything about Mr. Bigsby on um, the Chappelle show. Why not? Because he's a comedian. It's jokes. And even when he was was talking about black people, it was funny. When he was talking about white people, it was hilarious. When you were talking about gay people, now it's like, okay, now, and and here's my thing you have every right to be offended. If you're offended, don't watch it. You know what I mean? I'm offended by slave movies, I don't watch them. I'm offended by R. Kelly uh, and his sales going up 500%. But I don't, don't I'm just saying, I don't listen, you know, and you have every right to feel whatever way you do but if you want to be included remember then you're going to be also included in the jokes you can't just pick and choose say that again you can't pick and choose when you want to be included you know absolutely I mean, and so, so. My, this is my thing i'm over the cancel culture mm-hmm. now should comedians be able to joke about their thoughts and experience even if it is offensive and that's really the question because if you go back to the days of like richard Pryor, like um I'm sorry, but the man made a lot of very offensive jokes from drug use to, you know, misogyny to sexuality to all of those things. But after jokes are meant day, to be offensive. That's the whole point. That's why it's funny. It's and that's the you. kind of comedians they are. Now, you do have the lighter heart comedians or whatever, but there would be no Eddie Murphy, no Martin Lawrence. There would be none of the comedians. And that to we each know. its own. If you want. Listen, I love Jerry Seinfeld. But if Jerry Seinfeld is about is that that's your bar, if that's your line. Then you stay right there. Don't and y'all still watch that show and he was using Kramer was screaming the N-word in a comedy show. I don't see y'all boycotting that. And then you get mad when and, and I don't want to make it seem like because 
I am, uh, I listen, LGBTQ community, keep shining, do what y'all got to do. It's the people within that try to jump in and make things what it's not because the people that I know don't really have no issue with Dave Chappelle. They're like, this is what he does. And furthermore, he had a trans woman, a trans woman that was a comedian that he talked about that he tried to help out. He put her on stage. He gave her an opportunity. There are a few trans women that have come out in support of him. Like, y'all need to let it go. We have bigger battles to fight. Let this man live. Dave Chappelle is not an enemy of the culture or of the community. And And, um, a flame Monroe. That's who I was looking for. Flame, yes. Flame Monroe spoke out on his behalf. Yeah. I mean, I've seen T.S. Madison speak against him. But again, I don't even think she watched it. Like, I think a lot of people, please watch it in its uh, entirety. In it, before, yes. before you start to say anything, because he makes good points, even with the baby. That is a clear thing that I was against. The things that the baby said when I was at the concert, I was offended. I don't have AIDS or am I part of the gay community? You know what I mean? Like I backed them or whatever the case, but you know, I still felt the way, but when it came to him saying, that's crazy how y'all canceled the baby for his comments, but not for killing a black man. And when you look at it and that, cause he killed someone and that was all glorified. He talks about it in his songs and y'all, nobody ever says anything about that. But like he said, you try to, you hurt a gay person's feelings. Then it's like, cancel them. Like, no, let like Dave Chappelle should be entitled to his opinion as are the people in LGBTQ community. Don't watch. And there's that middle area. And then I'm going to slide on to Oprah, but there's that middle area, right? Because inclusivity in the last five to 10 years has been a hot topic. It has been something that has been on the forefront of necessity when it comes to all cultures, Creed, Latino, Asian, right. Pacific Islanders, Black, gay, lesbian, transgender, um, uh, learning disabilities, all of those, right? So when it comes to pushing the envelope forward, it is all about being inclusive, but not forgetting the goal of what life is about, right? So you don't want to offend, you don't want to hurt people's feelings, but a comedian is there to make jokes. It's comedy. And while we are definitely pushing the envelope forward, Dave Chappelle does an amazing job at doing political jokes that he's an extremely smart man that talks about the things that we need to talk about and deal with, but still he does it in the way that he does it. Like rappers do it in their music. He does it in his comedy. Let the man live. Yeah. Just let him live. And like, to your point is the most poignant point. If you don't like it, don't watch it because it wasn't offensive to the point where it needs to be taken. It, it was not. It, it was, either- it didn't seem hateful. To it's them. like family guy. You like it or you don't. It's sick to me how the KKK is still walking around as just a regular group and not even a, a, a terroristic group. And nobody's saying nothing about this. Be upset and mad about this. They kill many, many of people. And don't get me wrong. I did read reports that said 31 trans black women have uh, been murdered over the past year. Like most of them have been majority black or whatever the case. I don't know if that's exactly the numbers. I read it somewhere and it was like a CNN report, but I can't remember. And that's something that we should stand behind and speak out against. Not jokes. 
Like worry about the and I tra- and it's not just the trans community. It's our it's our LGBTQ community as a whole. It's our men walking down the street. They don't even have to be trans. They can be effeminate. They could be whoever and whatever. The protection needs to go across the board. If a joke is a joke, it's exactly that. Let it be there. But believe me, when it comes to the real life issues, we stand up and we speak up. When I say we, I mean Dave Chappelle. He always has, and that's what he does. And yeah, the George Floyd special. He's you had a whole yeah. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. You already know. Okay, so let's slide over to Oprah and what we did not know. So Mm-mm. Oprah Winfrey, queen okay. of media. I mean, she's not even in daytime and she's still the queen of daytime. Right. Oprah started out years and years ago, and she decided to hop on to Hoda's podcast with Maria Shriver, who is one of her three best friends, three closest friends. I ain't never hear of her. I only know Gail's. Maria's been around before, Gail. Let me give you a couple facts, Gloria. This is a history being made. Maria Shriver, she was married to Orno Schwarzenegger. She's the one that found out that the maid was sleeping with Orno. Go figure. So Oprah revealed she does not have many friends. She said... Now, everyone knows about Gail King. We all know Gail. So there's Gail. And then there's Maria. Maria Shriver, Arnold Schwarzenegger's ex-wife. And then there is Bob. Bob Green. Bob! Oh, where's Stedman? Where's Stedman? Stedman, her man. Bob is her Do Stedman know about Bob? Because I don't know. Look, now there's Bob. And that's that on that. That's about all she has. So she met Maria Shriver 42 years ago. It was one morning on a Baltimore television show. They ran into each other in the bathroom. They hit it off and they have been friends ever since. She said she cherishes her friendship. They have so many similarities, both experiences from aggressions to microaggressions. Now she met Bob Green who Got was her. a personal trainer of hers in 1993. She was struggling. She, now with- she lying cuz she was fat in 93. She was struggling with her weight. So we hired Bob. Bob came through, helped her out. Boom, hit it off. Her and Bob have been friends ever since. Now then there's he ain't Gail. Friend, he ain't help her. Gail King, <laughs> who we all see the most, she has known for 45 years. So she has three years on Maria and then okay. a few years on uh, Bob. Now, I've never really expanded that circle until recently. You know, I have become friends with a couple more people in my later adult life, like in the past five years. So, Lorio, do you think it's a shocker that Oprah does not have many friends or many people she considers close friends? No, I'm not shocked because they would have been told her a long time ago, like, well, unless she she was going to get all white friends, like, says you got to bring back in your people. Like you, I think she forgot. You know, we stopped watching her many years ago. What was the own network? Huh? What was on if she wasn't? I mean, who was Ayanna Van Zandt? She been doing yeah, it for the people. Yeah, but like Oprah herself. I mean, like right when she towards the end of her show, you look in the audience and it just looked like a sea of 
white, you know? So we kind of got a little bit away from Oprah. And then when she did the own and she started doing the reality shows and I, Ayana fixed it. Okay. Okay. We're going to have to give Oprah her real flowers because what Oprah was, I mean, she's a was, legend. I'll never she's a legend, but the reason why you saw so many white people and the days are different because I she think started it, giving away cars. No, if today Oprah had an in-studio audience, I think you'd see a lot more African-American women because our professions have changed. We have the ability to run our own businesses, to have passive income, and to be sitting in an audience at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. My mama couldn't go hang out in an audience at 2. My mom was over there running the business department of a medical company. And a lot of Black women had to work. And so years ago, when we used to watch Oprah and you see her audience, that's why it was a lot of white women because they didn't have to go to work. Today's society, the white folks are at work and the black women are sitting in the audience because we have our stuff online or our shops or our stuff going. So I think that has to do with the time versus who she catered to. I don't because we was at the Ricky Lake show and she wasn't giving away nothing but stuff that fit under the chair. Oprah was giving away whole cars and everything. And she was located in Chicago. So that's why I just my like- cousin was on Oprah and not because <laughs> of me. My cousin went on. Yes, Oprah it was. Oprah, no, I was it wasn't even me. Her name is Liana Sims. It had nothing to do with me because Oprah found her. I'm not even going, I can't, I'm not doing this with you. Oprah is one for the people. If there has ever been somebody for the culture. And is this the same one for the people that said she would never interview rappers, but had Robert? Does your grandma girl, like sure. rappers? My grandma is dead and has been dead for a long time, but she did. Out of all uh, respect, I mean, no disrespect. For no, 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 no. You didn't all. know that. But, but what she, I mean is the generation. Did. Generationally. Does your, your grandma like turn on? You know what I'm saying? It's a generational thing. My mother even listened to uh, Lil Bay. She don't know who he is. That's but your mom. Lil Lil watch my TV show. She like, it's good, but that music be a little bit. I'm like, mama, it's tank. <laughs> it's tank. It's not that she's like, I don't know not what they tank. talk about. <laughs> I'm like Teddy Pendergrass did the same thing with a different beat. It was the same. Turn off the lights. I will say this though. Thing. I have to mm-hmm. agree with Oprah when it comes to keeping your circle smaller, especially um I do think the more successful you become, the less you even have time to just like uh mess around with a whole bunch Robert. of different friends. Because <laughs> because realistically, it's like you're busy, right? You got shows, you got TV shows, you have other people you're trying to put on. Bob probably came around because he was able to add to just like any of those other people like Gail was able to add to. And she probably helped her write some of her questions. And then she got a show. You get what and I'm saying? And then she'll be friends. Like, I mean, I know we hold Oprah or some hold Oprah on a pedestal, but Oprah's still Oprah. She still needs, I mean, she most likely all hold her on a pedestal, even if we think that everything she does yeah. is great. I mean, but she like, uses five-ply toilet paper, but she still has to use toilet paper. So at the end of the day, she still needs friends. She still needs, her not naming you know, Studman as a friend for me. Like, you, that should be your friend, too. That's um, her man. I she don't claim Mike. him as her man. I would have named Mike as my one of my closest friends. That's my husband. But you're married to him. She's been with him longer than Mike was born. And <laughs> her, her the law, they common law marriage. So that don't count. That. He live in a different house. You ain't see she had him in that back shack. 
Listen, that was during COVID. I'm just going <laughs> to put a button on the Oprah and the hip hop part because I just want to make it very clear. Oprah comes from the generation like my parents, like my older aunts and uncles and the, the people that came into hip hop without a proper respect because all they heard was the misogyny. They heard the lyrics, though it was an outlet for a community. A lot of African-Americans still did not understand it. And Oprah falls in that group of conservative progressive blacks that did not understand hip hop. And well she ain't had no problem talking about Russell Simmons on that documentary. She knew hip hop very well. Did she huh? pull that back? Did she yell she at that to, thing? Because it was wrong. She, she had well, to. I'm saying, listen, listen. People make choices. She could have chosen to go through with it, but because you should have chosen not back, to mess with hip hop then too. She yo-yoed it back. She went ahead and left Mr. Guru alone. You leave him alone. Look, Oprah, you a you a OG. You a legend. I ain't never gonna uh, knock you, sis. But let's be let's be real here, since we being real. All right, so let's talk about skin goals. So what are some things that you want to work on with your skin, L'Oreal? Well, you know, I want to wake up every morning to like smoother, radiant skin. I want it to feel like, you know, a moisturizer, something that feels good on my skin. I need just, you know, my skin to be real smooth and and silky. Well, you know, one of my secrets to smooth skin is vitamin A. Now, did you know that vitamin A is really retinol? That's what vitamin A is. I had no clue. Yes. They are all a vitamin. You know, the Olay Retinol 24 is a nighttime face moisturizer. So I knew that that would be good for us because we wake up really early in the morning and it hydrates for our whole 24 hours. And with these busy days, you know, sometimes you forget face get a little dry. I got to re-moisturize. Not with this. One time for the day and then you're good. And being in the spotlight, we know it's important when we get home at night and take off our makeup to have that good night skincare routine. Listen, you cannot say that enough. A nighttime skincare routine is mm-hmm. absolutely necessary. Now, did you know that originally retinol was the go-to ingredient for acne and anti-aging? What? Mm-hmm. Now it's known to provide multiple benefits. So that was the like origination, right? So from there, all of these other things we found out, it smooths out wrinkles, it reduces pores. Now, you know, we want those little pores makes us look nice and young, adding brightness, tones, evenness, because no matter how beautifully melanated your skin is from the lighter hue to the darker hue, you want to make sure your tone is even and you want to reduce dark spots. So retinol works by encouraging your skin cells to turn over faster, making way for new skin. Well, listen, I heard that Olay Retinol 24 plus peptide hydrates better than them $100 retinol cream for a fraction of the cost. Nobody don't want to pay no $100. Mm -hmm. You know, you want your skin to look good, but it shouldn't cost $100. Olay has you covered with your daytime and your nighttime skincare routines at an affordable price, saving you some of them coins so you have time and money to go do other things, you know. So I got to go. Oh, re up. Oh, me too. Because I'm about to go re up right now. You too. Yes. <laughs> on my Olay Retinol 24 Plus peptides. So make okay. sure that I do not run out. You know, the seasons are changing and we have to make sure that we keep this radiant skin because we all want radiant skin, right, Lo? Shining, 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 shining. Yeah. You heard what Beyonce said. <laughs> 
<laughs> now we know what products we need. We know okay. what they do. The right. question is, where do we find them? Let me tell you how easy it is to find them because it's available at retailers nationwide, which means so many different places you can go and find that Olay. And you can also go to Olay.com to make it easier so you can get a package to your door, you know. Olay.com, let's go. I got a real question. What is stealthing? Okay, Stealthin. Okay, let me tell you all about this. Have you ever seen that show on HBO? It's called It May Destroy You. Michaela, I know it's her name. She's from the UK. But okay. either way, she had a show on HBO, and it, uh, I May Destroy You. She touched on this a little bit. So let's just uh, first and foremost say that California is the first state to make stealthing illegal. And stealthing is to remove a condom without consent during sex. <gasps> Right. So, you know, it was legal to do it like you, but it is a form of like rape or whatever the case because, or a sexual battery. I'll put it that way. Um, so now it's going to be a civil offense. So the perpetrator can be sued and it's immoral. We know that, but sadly it's not illegal. Now it's a violation and you're risking sexually transmitted infections. And um, a Yale study back in 2017 said acts of stealthing were increasing against both women and gay men, which is what helped push this into effect. Now, back in 2019, there was a paper published that said 12% of women ages 21 to 30 have experienced stealthing. I have. I've experienced stealthing before, and it's definitely not cool. It does make you feel violated. And um, I mean, if you start off with a condom on and that's what the person thinks is going on, then you should never take it off. And you should never, like the person to me had said like, oh, I thought you knew I took it off. And I'm like, how the hell would I know that when, cause it was kind of like- I am mortified right now. Yeah, people do look, this. Looking at, I'm like- People are disgusting. They do this. And it's like, uh, obviously without your approval. Now there was another study in 2019 that found that almost 10% of men reported removing a condom during sex without consent. And mind you, those are only the people that are admitted to it. I'm sure some are still embarrassed to admit it because it is, it should have been illegal before. Now, analysts have mentioned that it may be difficult to prove whether the act is intentional or by accident. Cause you know, condoms break, condoms pop. And um, in countries where stealthing has been deemed a sexual assault, it's rarely prosecuted because of this, because you can't tell whether or not they did it on purpose. Now, the law will definitely help out with sex workers because this happens often in that space, which is crazy because they're doing well, this with people needs, they don't well, even know. Well, considering what's happening in Texas and the laws there and your inability to get an abortion at six months, um, which I am very pro-choice. But they blocked that. There's a judge will, that blocked that law. They're going right back now. and forth. The Fifth um, Circuit Court overturned it. So now it's back in the court. It's oh crazy. Girl. You know every news. day. Every day is something. So with that being the case and with the South, a large state like Texas, oftentimes creating the rules that end up um, spilling over into other neighboring states, stealthing needs to be 100% illegal absolutely everywhere, especially if you can't get an abortion. Come on now. Like, right. And, and the abortion, honestly, is only a small part because that's considering, you know, being with child and not wanting to keep child. But the the sexually transmitted diseases that come along with it. It's disgusting. 
It is. Um, yeah, like what type no of like what what trickery. could be the equivalent of women doing something like that? There's like nothing. Uh, I'm on birth control. Oops, no, I'm not. That's kind of violating too, though. Yeah, do I have an IUD and oop, no, I don't. Like, do you think that should be a crime? I absolutely think that should be a crime. See, but a that woman, you can prove and stealthing you can't. But a woman saying that she's on birth control, having the conversation, agreeing that that is the method in which you will control conception and then being like, oh, my bad, that didn't happen. That's um, how my boy got his one of his kids. Anyway. Just in case y'all didn't know, y'all are listening to the Undressing Room podcast. And yes, it is presented by Macy's. Go ahead and check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash The Undressing Room. Lori L, you are up. What is going on? All right. Let's talk about your girl, B. Simone. So she is charging fans, girl. Does she have a boyfriend? Nope. She's single. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And this is probably why she's doing this. So she's charging fans to be on her Instagram in the close friends section. You know, like that's something that I don't even pay attention to close friends. I do have a close friends like and I probably only posted two things in there. So basically you have to rewind. You just said like five years of technical education that I'm about to explain it. Don't worry. So you have Instagram where you have uh, your stories, you know, the things that you put up that's up for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So what you can do with the stories is limited so that only certain people see this story. That will be called close friends. So you make the list, uh, you just go into your settings and you could put, I could put like, you're on my close friends, Kobe's Kobe, our boss is not on my close friends. Oh, our boss. I took him off our close friends. <laughs> but it's just a more private sector of it. Okay. So, okay. So we so, have a private sector. Let's go. Right. So what she did was she decided to go ahead and make a sale for $10.999. And what she's going to do is she's going on vacation with her friends and mm-hmm. she's going to let you be in her close friends for 10 days. Now, what you can see in those oh. 10 days is her going on vacation, twerking or doing whatever she's doing. Oh, with so you get like an insight, like a traveling pass with her for 10 days. Yeah, I would equivalent it to a Patreon, a OnlyFans type thing. You know, um, she didn't use OnlyFans. She skipped that and just went straight to her own personal website, but utilized I like Instagram. it. Come on, well, Stuff like this is what happens when we about to stop making money on Instagram, because that's when they start banning things. Because you already know when Instagram can't get a cut of something or the social media platform, that's when they start doing funny stuff. But anyway... Uh, so yeah, and her close friends, she only has certain people giving access to these stories. Now you use these when you want to put either explicit content or family content or anything in general that you felt. Those are so contradictory. Well, because it could be for different uses. It doesn't have to. Everybody don't want to pull a Tata out. Some people just want to show their kid. And, you know, maybe they show they don't show their kid. They don't want everybody to comment on it. And everybody. Okay. 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 I'm catching. I'm catching. So where the money come in at? 
So she has it through her website. So basically, okay. I guess you would uh, you go to the link in her bio. You'll be added within 48 hours. You just send a little bit of money or whatever. And then that's it. She said it's only a dollar and 40 cents a day. And she claims that 3000 people want this content. So uh, that's thirty thousand dollars. No, I can't count. Yeah, 30,000. Okay, I knew for, I was, I was right. gonna say for 10 days, right? Yeah, so she's made at least $30,000 for 10 days only by, you know, selling herself on her Instagram. I'm here for it. You like it? I'm here for it. So, would you I mean, pay this for is the it? thing be Simone, and, and you are an entertainer through and through, born and bred. If you didn't like it or not, that's who you are. Same thing with me. I'm an entertainer. Be Simone is an entertainer. Period. And if she can figure out how to monetize her personality, her entertainment in a way in which she can get the fullest bag, I think it is extremely bright. I think it is very entrepreneurial. And I think it's the way of the new kids. Like, look at Cardi B. Cardi B used to sit in her car making cracking jokes. And now that thing is the hottest thing ever. Like, you don't have to do what's popular. You just got to do what's popping. And you can make fetch happen. And B. Simone, I'm here because she's funny. I would like to watch her. Okay, let me, I got two questions for you. Would you pay $10 to get in her close friends? You said she's funny. I'm al- I'm already one of her friends, so no. No, 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 you're not. I'm saying you're not. I would. I would because you know what was dope was that girls trip thing and she was one of the funnest things on it. The girls trip with um with Lil' Kim and um I didn't watch that. Chili, B Simone was hands down a funny I mean, the girl cannot sit down and have a cup of coffee without making you laugh. She is that funny. A walk to the beach will have you on your knees. And so if we're paying $14 for a weekend spin of one show that's an hour and a half that you're going to rewatch, I would definitely pay $10 for it. You're not going to be able to rewatch it. It's only 24 hours. I'm just saying how much we spend on other stuff online Uh, and streaming and it's an hour and a two hour program and you have a limited amount of time and then it's gone or you rent it. I wouldn't pay the dollar 40 she was talking about. Like, uh, okay, okay, let's, let's, but that's just me. But I mean, I just not, you know, I think amazing. I'm rooting for every black woman. I'm rooting, no, no, I'm rooting for every black woman, but I'm not like a B Simone fan. Like, I don't put, what is there not to be a fan? She beautiful as hell. I don't look at women to be beautiful, so that's not going to appease me. So I don't need the dollar for that. Go ahead. But she's hilarious. (laughs) See, that's not my kind of comedy. Like you said, how people got different kind of comedy. Got you. I don't think she's like, like she's not my kind of funny. You get what I'm saying? She's not funny. A he he and a ha ha. You're my boyfriend. And I I feel like me even saying that, like people might try to make an issue, but it's not an issue. She's just not my kind of funny. Like Tiffany Haddish ain't my kind of funny. Like I like Dave Chappelle's and uh, Eddie Murphy comedy. No, I I totally, I hear you to each Mm -hmm. his own, especially when it comes to comedy, because comedy is extremely subjective and subjective. And what one person thinks is funny, another person 
person could think is offensive, another person could think is boring. So yeah, like I, I don't think Tyler Perry when Tyler Perry be dressing up. I mean, Medea be funny with the jokes, but like I don't. Some people he just put the costume on, they start laughing, and I'd be like, nah, I don't get it. Like it's just well, different um, for me. We, well, we call you our Rotten Tomatoes hard critics. Okay, <laughs> I'll take uh-huh. it, and I will you're, say you're uh, she's critic. not the first person to do this though, and I'm gonna have to give the flowers. Who did it before her? Yeah, I'm gonna have to get the flowers to the person that did it, whether she got a nasty attitude or not, child. Black China was the first person to boo, do this. Boo, 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 shout out to my China. She China. was the first I person to do this. I know China. she just cursed out the whole airport or whatever the case. But... In the cutest outfit ever. <laughs> but she did this first and people didn't give her her flowers and she got way more than $30,000. I remember her talking about it. So, um, yeah. but I ain't knocking her hustle. Go get your money. If it's what they I'm here for... Is Black China, B. Simone, L'Oreal, whoever yeah. wants to figure out how to monetize these your bags money. using your greatness and figuring out how to cut that middleman out, get your bags, sis. I'm trying to think who I would pay $10 for because I'm not an OnlyFans person. I'm not a, I'm not thinking about, like, I paid $10 for you. There you go. I would pay $10 to see um, That's Michael and Lori Harvey go on a date. Wow. Now that sounds like a little bit more than what you you trying to get a little more footage than what they probably no, put on. I just want to see like <laughs> I want to see her lay her edges down and I want to see her talk to her sister and be like, sis, you will shall do this or that. And her mom be like, no, strap this up back here. And then her daddy be downstairs, like, look, I'm gonna tell you right now, make sure her ass is back up in this house. Like I want to I, 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 I realize. I know what I it is. That. I what? don't want to see none of these people. I just don't care. Like, I, and then when I think about like YouTube, you know how some people will watch those things like the YouTube couples and stuff yeah. like that. I don't know who the hell they are till they reach the blog. I hate other people's lives. Like, <laughs> well, we spend our lives talking in, about and dealing in other people's lives. It is very, very easy to tune out and just want that white noise of nothing. I'd be like, I do not give a damn what this person is doing. You hear me? You know what I give a damn about? No. Yeah, you listen. Is it all the teeth that are showing? Is it the glistening of the eyes? Is it the cheeks? Because I miss your DMs. I'm about to have a boyfriend, y'all. Get out my DMs. Like I'm working my way to boyfriend. Wanna get in your DMs? Can we get a be in my wedding? Girl, what? I'm doing a bachelorette party. I'm going to help um, the mommies because I don't want to step on toes at a bridal shower. I'm doing a bachelorette. I'm doing a trip. I'm doing a whole nine and ten. Yeah, it's going to be, be crazy. Listen. Okay, Watch, I'm, so- I'm going to be getting married really soon. So we're going to have to find another segment to replace this DM because I'm over y'all being in my DM. And I just decided that I'm, I might slide. I slid in somebody else's DM. That's next week. <laughs> but I'm not ready to share that with y'all, but I'm going to talk Don't about it. producer, Lexi. That no was bad. just a little taste. Maybe one day I'm going to tell y'all how I slid in a DM, but, uh, and it started my future. Boo-boo. My relationship well, let's with talk me about uh, your past real fast. Okay, so let's talk about the past and talk about some of these guys. Are you, stealthing? Are you stealthing in them DMs? No, but I am finding this other thing that people are trying to have me do. Other what? than the foot pictures, because I'm still getting that, that they want to pay me you for You have that. pretty toes. We have, we've gone over this. But my, like, pinky toe on the end is a little smaller than the rest. So I'd be like, that. y'all don't... Some like, people's feet look like hands. I just don't want my feet on the internet like that unless it's connected to my legs. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. What, what they talking about, love? Okay. So this guy hits me up. He says he wants to be discreet. 
And that's all in the message. I'll tell you about it. Great. Now you're on he the said, podcast. Let's he go. says, hi. Well, I'm not going to say his name. He says, hi. Are you a, is it a dummy? D-O-M-M-E. A dummy? I didn't even know what this was. An is obviously. it a dame? A dame? A dame, a dame or whatever. But well, this is what it is. He explains it, I guess, after. Can I pay you to verbally humiliate me online? I like a dominatrix. How do you say it? A dom, dom, like a dominatrix. A dom. Oh, just a dom. Okay, so let's start over. He said, hi, are you a dom? Can I pay you to verbally humiliate me online using voice notes here in the DMs? I can use Cash App. I'd love to be verbally dominated and humiliated by you. Please keep this private and don't expose me. I need this to be discreet. Please let me know if you're interested. I am willing to pay now. Yes, 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 and yes. Listen, you are a very gainfully employed woman, but something, this is so up your alley. You would be the most amazing dom in the world. All you have to do is berate people, get your voice on a note, and get paid. And he's going to give you a reason to talk crazy. But what if he takes the messages and like sends them to the blog and makes up a fake relationship? Like I was dating L'Oreal and this is Um, how she talks to me. Your (laughs) friend name is Eva and we are getting a contract signed up first. And then we are going to pay the first three installments for the first three very, very explicit messages. And then we're going to get the party started. We're going to do them right after the podcast. Let's go. I can't believe that people want to pay me for this. And I damn near do it with uh, wax on a bully and beast all the time for free. He, I talk to him crazy. Free, you day. know, I'm a madam. We're not doing this stuff for free. Baby. We <laughs> Listen, I done got all in character. If you don't stop, so you don't see me, nothing wrong with that. I'm sorry. No. How much should I charge? How about that? People are paying for phone sex operators. People are paying to be on party lines. People are paying for psychics. They want to pay you to say mean things and send them a note. And yes. it's not even mean things. And I'm already mean. L'Oreal things. Girl, yeah. if you don't get your ass in there. How much though? I think um, we should get to Cameo high prices. I think it should be about 3500 for about 10 minutes. 3500 for 10 minutes? Let me hit him back right now. We don't even need any other DMs. We can just go through this one. Let him know to slide into my email so we can get your his contract together. The stipulations. Why? Because I still feel like he could use it against me in some form or fashion. I mean, he, could, he absolutely could be a serial killer, but he could also be behind bars and can't get anywhere either. All of these sound like scary. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Scary situations. <laughs> they do. But it also sounds like as long as he's on the computer and he's sending that money. I don't know, because then he knows what I look like, but I don't know what he looks like. I don't believe this is his real page. I, it, you I know what? You? This is the first. This is the first DM L'Oreal that I really would like to. I really feel like there's a lucrative opportunity right now in your DM that you are sitting on. Like I feel so him and the dude that want the foot the feet pictures because he adds at least twice a week. L'Oreal, we could just make this 50. a reality show. We could just go ahead and just do this whole thing. I just may, I, I feel like okay. Well, who wants to marry a woman that's sending out pictures of their feet? Like, wouldn't Mike be mad if you were, like, sending your pictures of your feet out for money? 
<laughs> I, I wouldn't say, I mean, if he was paying, that's, <laughs> well, Mike's not a feet man, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, However, but, that's what I'm, but I'm saying if someone slid in your DMs, Eva, right mm-hmm. now and was like, listen, I think you're beautiful. I understand that you're married and I respect your relationship, but your feet are beautiful. If well, you could so just you mess it up because there's no butt. Just leave it wait, there. You could send me pictures of your feet, only two uh-huh. pictures. I'll give okay. you $10,000. Is Mike going to be okay with this? I'm going to your house. I'm taking pictures of your feet and I'm sending them over. And we uh-uh. still have day. Those are L'Oreal's feet. They too, they too yellow. I'm just going to keep the pinky toe out. And we are going to T-Rex. And we are going to go over to Houston's and have a good old steak for dinner. Okay. I'm going to Macy's. I'm going to hit this sale, this beauty sale before it ends. Get my good old makeup together. Oh, 10000 and I got to sh- uh, like shop off the sale rack? This is crazy. No, no, no. We're bringing for you frugal. <laughs> I made 10000 I'm giving no. you five for your feet. Nah, if it's my feet, I got to get nine. I'll give you 10% because you being a manager. No, 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 y'all. Pimping ain't easy, baby. Somebody got to do it. You on the right Come track on, with the Simone. wrong train. You over there trying to use <laughs> You on the right track with the wrong train. I got to get my I gotta get my people together. On, now, man. I do have a final question. What? So the final question <laughs> comes from a man who calls himself King at I'm So Classic. A man will know if he wants to marry you within six months. He does not need four plus years. So question, L'Oreal. I'm not a man, you, so as another person. Do you think <laughs> that you can marry somebody that proposes to you within six months? Is I'm the type of person that be falling in love that day that I meet the person. You do. You do. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, I love him. It's either that or like I don't like them at all and then they grow on me. So it's it's two extremes for me and I think I'm an extreme type of person. So I probably would get married to somebody within a six month period if I, like I would. And then I probably would be like, this is the biggest mistake I made in my life. Impulsiveness. After six more months. But I like those feelings. Like, I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't like those butterfly feelings? And sometimes it makes you feel like it's never going to stop. Okay, so butterfly feelings are cool. But how long do you think it really, like, truly, truly takes for someone to get to know someone else, to like actually get to the place where it's like, I'm going to spend my life with you. Not butterflies, not vitamin D, not he dresses nice and he's great on paper. Not he sends you flowers. But how how, how do you know that like, all right, I'm ready. He's the one. I don't think it's a time period. Me personally, I think it's experiences. I feel like when you go through certain things and y'all grow together and you see how people handle certain things, that's when you know whether or not you want to be with that person. Because I was in a relationship for a very long time and it took me damn near seven, eight years to realize I didn't want to be with him. And I thought I wanted to be with him and wanted to marry him the whole damn time. But it was like, I didn't know who he really was deep down. I only knew who he wanted me to see him to be. And we lived together. So maybe and six months is not enough time. But six months could be enough time if the person is not fake as hell, like my ex-boyfriend pretending to be someone he's not. Like well, Then there's that. Yeah, but that's the thing. Some people will never be genuine. You could know and meet them and know them for 25,000 years. It doesn't matter. They can still present to you whoever you want them to be. Some people are womanizers. Or some, some women are like that with men and they just pretend until they get the money. Or oh, you they, mean that representative? Yeah, that representative sometimes could be there for years. 
Right. That's why I say you got to do that 60 to 90 day rules before think like a man. I'm telling you, because that representative is so strong and so real. Then when you have those like soul ties and body ties and you just start to get to know this person, it can be very detrimental. So I'm not approved, but that's one of the larger reasons why I say take your time before you get intimate, because it blocks so many other logical parts of your brain that you're going to need when making decisions. And I think that's true. But also sometimes I feel, and I'm not saying just go and jump in the bed with anybody, do what feels right for you. You know what I mean? I don't think it's ever going to be a set time. It's ever going to be a set period that you know, you're going to know somebody. I swear. I thought I knew this guy like the back of my hand. Like I thought he was my best friend. I thought we knew about each other so much. And after I found the truth out after about four years. And like I said, we literally, Lived together. I seen it and was with this man 24-7. And he still had things he was hiding that he knew that I wasn't okay with. So that's my point. Do it at your own time. However, young women and men, be cognizant, like Lauren Hill says, Take, you know, take a little bit of time. You better watch out because some of these guys are only, only care about, about one thing. And some of these ladies only care about one thing. So, you know, but, but Eva, do you get what I'm saying? That some guys will wait it out just to get it. And it doesn't matter if you make them wait 90, 30, 50 days, whatever the case, they will still do whatever they were going to do before that. That's not why I'm saying get to know each other before you get intimate. Yes, of course. Absolutely. Of course. But don't be surprised if he still leaves <laughs> after you Y'all got to know each other or whatever the case. And and like I like to me, I judge somebody off of that. Like, how do you act after we get intimate? Because Mm -hmm. I have guy friends that say once I get what I was going for, I don't feel the same no more about her. She don't look the same to me anymore. You know, and he might have gotten a chance to know her. And the sad thing means that they did not spend enough time filling up on each other outside of intimacy or with intimate parts of each other that didn't have to do with physical touch. So that once the physical touch happened. It wouldn't be so easy to like forget or throw away or never even have existed. So the last marriage I know started from a one night stand. They be happening now. They be happening at the wedding. So it's different strokes for different folks. You there are six months for you. No, you and Mike got engaged early too, right? No, me and Mike dated for three years long distance. We just had our three-year wedding anniversary just this past Thursday, last week's episode of the Undressing Room Podcast, when that thing dropped with Christian King's my wedding anniversary. We've been together for now uh, seven years, married for three, dated for three long distance before, so... Um, that's why I always try to give encouraging advice about long distance relationships and things like that, because you would be surprised at how a high profile um, and a de- person in demand can still find love in a hopeless place. I'm going to give that advice. All of this just came literally <laughs> from a question that we undress. We love our final question. So if you want yeah. us to undress your question, be sure to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at the undressing room podcast and DM us for your chance to be featured. Now, L'Oreal, I know they're not crazy, but just in case they don't know who they're listening to, who are we and what is this? Listen, they're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by Macy's. Now make sure you go check out our personal Macy's shopping page 
at Macy's.com slash The Undressing Room. The Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, even Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cole Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani, Michelle Marino, and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers, J.R. Davis, Aaliyah Foss, and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.